This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. First of all, can I get your reaction to the news that Joachim Lowe will leave his post as German national team manager after the Euros? And obviously, your name is again being linked with the job. So can you tell us now whether or not the summer will be too early in your career to take on that role? Maybe we should ask the question differently. Bill, you'll be, if, if that's the question we want to ask, if I'm uh, available for the job um, or for the manager or coach of the German national team in the summer, no. And your reaction to after, the fact after that the summer, you're After the summer, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. Jogi Löw did an incredible job for so many years. I think it's the longest um, servant ever we had in Germany, if I'm right. But for sure, one of the most successful. So did an incredible job, really. And I, I understand uh, that he wants to have this highlight um, for him um, as a European Championship. Tries to squeeze everything out, what he can in his tournament. And then somebody else um, will do the job. And um, I'm pretty sure uh, with the amount of really good German managers in the moment um, that the German FA will find a good solution. Won't be you, as you've said. Uh, it's it's coming up to a year since you last played in front of full stadiums, and obviously that was in the Champions League against Atletico Madrid. Uh, obviously, you had a couple of tasters with around two thousand fans in the stadium since then. But how would you sum up the impact that no fans in grounds has had on on yourself, on the players throughout this this whole pandemic? I said it five thousand times. Football would not be the game. We love when nobody would be interested in, like nobody would want to would want to watch it in a, in a stadium. So yes, of course we miss them. So we miss them much, and especially as Liverpool, of course we miss them because we have um, the most special atmosphere probably in the world of football. So that's clear that it makes a massive difference. We don't. We've, it's no excuse for anything. So we deal really long, really well with it, with it playing without supporters. But in difficult times, obviously, then that can be really helpful, especially. And um, so yes, I can't wait for the day when people are allowed again to go to the stadium. Thank you, Vinny. We go to James Mountford, uh, and then we've got Javier and Michael at the moment. But James Mountford next from the BBC. Hello, Jürgen. Um, when you're on the run that you are on, is it good to have a game so quickly, or would you rather, in an ideal world, have, have more time to prepare? No. All good. All good. We have... Um, uh, well, yeah, Leipzig, I think, has a day more, but that's it. I think it was last time the same. Um, and yeah, that's the situation. No, and when we are in a situation, we never, we never think about it. Uh, before, like weeks before, we probably think it would be nice if we could have a similar situation like the opponent, but that's pretty rare that it happens. So, um, no, we are used to it. No, I'm happy to have this opportunity on Wednesday. Um, although this is a, a technically a home game, you're travelling away. Uh, statistically, and I appreciate Games football is not played not on statistics, but you've won four out of the last five away from home. Can you put your finger on why results away have been going well versus the results at home? I think it was because of the performances and uh, maybe the opponents. I don't remember um, all the opponents, to be honest. Um, but um, 
that may might be the reason. So yeah, we had we, you know we had we had really good moments in the season and we won um, the, the Tottenham game now recently. If you want Tottenham and West Ham were really good games, really good games when you see how they are doing around these games. But then was consistency the the the, the, the issue and um, so yeah that's maybe the reason. So it has nothing to do with Anfield. For uh, not, uh, nothing, there's nothing bad to say about Anfield. Absolutely nothing that we don't like. The other pitch is not good enough. That's all fine. Um, it was about the games. Okay, thank you. Now we go to in order: Javier, then Michael, and then Paul Joyce. But uh, Javier first. Hallo, Herr Klopp. Ich hatte leider ein paar Tonprobleme. Ich habe, glaube ich, verstanden, dass Sie. Mr. Klopp, I had a few uh, sound problems. I think I understood you uh, when you said that you are not available for the position uh, of the replacement of Joachim Löw. Yes, I was asked. I didn't mention it because Joachim Löw had uh, said that he would retire. Uh, I didn't say that proactively. I just said what I would, would say to people when they mention names like mine. And I said no this or after this summer or whenever it may be, I will not be available as a potential coach of the German team. Why doesn't this fit into your life plans at the moment? Well, I have three years left for Liverpool this summer, don't I? That's a simple, simple statement. It's a simple situation. You sign a contract and you normally try to uh, stick to that contract, don't you? I had a contract in Mainz, I had contracts in Mainz where I um, uh, I stick, uh, stuck with them, even though there was interest from other Bundesliga teams with more money. It's just timing in money. If it doesn't work out, then you don't need to um, lose any sleep over it. I don't have a problem with it. Okay, question about tomorrow and your situation. Liverpool, sometimes parallels are drawn with this horrible season that Borussia Dortmund had once when you were there. Is there anything that's comparable? Is there anything that you can observe, observe that's similar? Or is it a completely different ball game? Of course, some things can be compared because injuries also led to things in Dortmund as well and here as well. But it's different though. I think with Dortmund, we are 17th or even 18th in the league, which was horrible, of course. Uh, but the situation was still completely different there than it is here. It's, I think it's more challenging here now. But I just don't want to look back now. Um, only when people ask me, we're just in the situation we're in at the moment. We're trying to come out of it. And, and to be honest with you, we didn't have the performance we needed, but we're going to play in the Champions League. Uh, uh, we never had momentum in the Premier League season, but we have the momentum in the Champions League now. Uh, we've managed to uh, um, qualify from the group stages uh, and we played very well against Leipzig. Of course, they have a very different momentum. We know that. They won uh, four matches on the trot, I believe. So our statistics is a bit different. But the good thing about football is that the previous results don't really have any impact on the next match, don't do they? And if it's a different tournament, even less so. So we look forward to the challenge tomorrow. Michael uh, from Bild. Uh, let me ask again about Mr. Löw. Who do you think would be a favourite successor to the German uh, manager? And about the match tomorrow, what makes Leipzig dangerous? Maybe even more dangerous than... Uh, in the first leg. I don't know. I'm completely the wrong person to ask. I was just as surprised as everybody else when I heard the news uh, today. 
but there's enough time left to find a successor now, so that's no big deal. And I'm sure the people will do um, that thoroughly. Leipzig are good. They're just good. There's nothing else to say about them. They have a great team, a great manager. I don't know whether they're any more dangerous than four weeks ago. It's only half time now, isn't it? You know, we've been in this game long enough to know that we're not qualified yet. We're not there yet. We know that. But Leipzig was good and is good. And we had a very good uh, match on that day as well. We were happy with it. We didn't allow Leipzig to dominate the way they wanted to. And that's what we want to try again tomorrow. And we'll just have to see who who we can field and who Leipzig can field when you have such a long gap between the first and the second leg. You have no idea whether the team or the lineup will be similar again. Uh, so it'll be similar, definitely, but not, not exactly the same. Uh, and I don't know what Leipzig's situation is or, or what their team might be like. We'll see tomorrow night. But this is not what it's about. It's just about finding a way in the match to get the result that you need. And that's what we're going to work on. Who's coming uh, next? Uh, please use the hands up for Jeannie. Uh, we'll go to Paul for what I think is probably the final part of this section. Uh, Paul? Um, Jürgen, um, Fabinho yeah. came on in midfield at the weekend. Um, is that an option for tomorrow that, that you're considering? And also, given the run that you're on, is it difficult for you to believe that your side can be successful in this competition? What, nope. what gives you the faith? What gives you the faith? Oh, two, two things. I, I, I'm, the team, the moments we had on the pitch, the competition, the, um, the quality of the boys, um, and football in general, because they will always have a chance in the next game. And that's already enough. Most of, must be enough most of the time. And um, so I said, it's half time and we have to, we have to, to play the game to give us the the opportunity to go to the next round. If we play that, if we play that good, that we can do that, and we deserve it. And if not, then not. So that's the situation. So I have no doubts about us for tomorrow. Not that I know we will go through 100%, but I know we will give Leipzig a proper fight. And um, that's um, the only thing I need to know in the moment. And for all the rest, yeah, there's no guarantee for nothing, not for them, not for us. But there's 95 minutes to, to, um, to use. To, to get closer to the things you want. And the second part of the question was uh, Fabino, by the way. And then we'll oh, I, I think, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know with Fab. So we, we have to see. Oh, but I know, but I don't say it. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's better. That, oh, that's the truth. But we will see. Yes, it's an opportunity, but having Fab back is, is in general good. And we didn't play him obviously for the for that game now from the beginning because just after a long time uh, being out and then two games in a row that we thought that makes not too much sense or it's too dangerous in our situation actually. Um, and so now he's ready. But if he will play center half or midfield, that decision um, you will see tomorrow. Okay, thank you. Final question then, Andy Hunter. All the hands up from now, please. I'll keep uh, James and Vinny in from the panelists, but all hands up now for Gini Wijnaldum who's coming next. But uh, Andy, final one to you. Hi, Jürgen. Uh, I was just going to ask, um, given the unique nature of this season, you know, you've got a club from England, a club from Germany, going twice to Budapest to play a tie with, where home and away advantage doesn't really 
come into play yet. The home and away uh, away goals rule still applies. Would it not have made much sense, do you think, just to have a one-off game in these circumstances? If I look back now, I would prefer that. That would be really cool. <laughs> um, no, but in general... I hope, and obviously the, the 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 development in England goes really in the right direction. I hope that in, in maybe the next round, um, Germany is in the moment a slightly unique situation. Don't I don't understand it one hundred percent. I think if you compare the incident values of Leipzig and Liverpool and Budapest, then there's one city where you actually shouldn't play um, if you really consider these kind of numbers, and that's not Leipzig or not Liverpool. But we see that everything is prepared there like it was last time. Um, um, it's completely fine. The people there give their everything. They're happy that they can host these games. So if it's good for the UEFA, we have to save the competition and want to uh, play these games. So, yeah, I would prefer the normal competition, but I think that the, the solution with Budapest is absolutely okay. Um, yeah, and the, the one off. I don't know. It would. I think it would change even more the competition if you if you do that. I have no problem with playing two games. To be honest, the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Uh, just to start with, obviously it's coming up to a year since you last played in front of full crowds, and that was against Atletico Madrid in the Champions League. Obviously, there's been a couple of tasters when you played in front of a couple of thousand fans as well, but. How would you sum up the impact not having fans has had? Was it has it been what you expected, and has it affected you guys as a whole? I think it affected us um, um, a bit, not not a lot. I think um, you know more in a way that um, well. Let me say it first. Like I I I, will, I believe that. The things that are happening to us right now will not happen if we, if there were fans in the stadium because the fans, um, as you know, help us a lot through through difficult times. When you have difficult times during the game, there the fans are there to help you to get over it, um, to give you even more energy than you than you have right now, of that you have in that moment. But um, why well, if if it if it really affects us in a way that we cannot play uh, without fans or book results without fans, um, I don't really uh, think that way. It's more that, um, of course, they make us stronger than, than we are at the moment. I think everyone can saw it. No one can deny it either. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if, uh, well, I think, I think we can do better uh, even without fans in the stadium, but I'm I'm sure, and I think everyone with me that the situation we are in right now will not happen if fans were in the stadium. If fans were allowed in the stadium as well, you'd probably get a very good idea of just how much the fans would like you to stay beyond this season. And there's so many questions still about your future, so I'll run through them, and you can tell us what you can. What is going to happen regarding your future? What are you hoping for? How likely are you now to sign a new contract with Liverpool? How much do you want to stay or have you made up your mind to leave? <laughs> well, there's, there's a lot of questions in <laughs> at one time. Uh, well, I, you know, I, I want to answer that all for you, but at the moment, um, there is no news as, as it is right now. Um, so uh, I would lie if, if, if I... Um, 
come with news. The only thing what I can say is that I'm really happy at the club. I'm really happy with the team, uh, the staff, and, and really happy with, with the fans uh, for who I play. And um, yeah, that's the only thing that I can say. It's not that I that I not that I'm not happy and um, that I have to leave or something like that. But you know, um, it's it's not that easy as everyone thinks it is um, to make uh, some decisions for your future because um, you have to think about everything. Um, first, you have to negotiate with the club and and, and those kind of things and. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's so difficult um, to deal with all kind of things. And uh, that's why I think it takes so long. And also, uh, I think also the situation we're, we're in right now is it's not the most important thing um, right now. I think the, the most important thing is to get back on track, to start winning games again. And um, yeah, then we will see. But till now, uh, the, only, the only thing what I can say is that I'm really happy here, uh, as you just asked before. Uh, happy with the fans, happy with with my team, happy with the uh, with the staff, with with who I work with. Um, my family is happy. Uh, but beside that, there there is no news. And so that is on the pitch. Obviously, you kind of alluded to the recent form: seven points off the top four with ten games to go. So, what opportunity does the Champions League give you to maybe even rescue this season? Well, yeah, of course, the Champions League can uh, rescue this season, but uh, I think a lot of people only say it's rescued if you win the Champions League and everyone knows how difficult it is. But I think everyone who is in the Champions League have a chance to win it. So, um, you know, in the beginning of the season, it was already... um, We already wanted to play for everything uh, what we could win and the Champions League was one of them and I, I don't think that changed, so... What we're gonna do is give us give us our best and 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 trying to win it. Okay, Julia, we'll go with you next, please. Hey, Jeannie, Okay, um, just a quick one. Picking up on a on the last two games and just things that were said post match, whether they were you know the raw emotional stuff, I don't know. Um, but Andy Robertson said that too many heads were going down when you went a goal behind. Um, and obviously, as players, you don't want that to happen. And I was just wondering, is the belief as a collective amongst you all as strong as it was last season, last year, we know, when things were going so well? Or has it this whole confidence and the fact that this run that you're in, this rut, really hit you guys hard? Well, it it did it us hard, definitely. I think everyone can see it. And I think um, there is confidence uh, in the team, in the players, uh, in each other. But I think it's less than, than what we're used to also because um, the situations we are, uh, we're in, uh, you know, of course, with the injuries, um, players uh, will get COVID on sometimes, um, on difficult times during the season. And um, yeah, also the results that uh, were not be in our favor. So um, yeah, I think also for a lot of a lot of players of us, it's, it's a new situation we are in right now. Um, we we were used to winning games and 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 uh, winning winning trophies, and now it's totally the opposite. So um, yes, I, I think the confidence is less than than the previous years was also because um, 
it's a totally different situation we, we are in right now. Okay, James Malford. Ginny, after going 68 matches and being at Anfield and then losing the last six, have you ever seen anything like this before? How, how shocking has it been for you uh, and the other players? Uh, really shocking. And uh, I, don't, I don't think um, it was shocking to, to lose a game, but more the way we losing. Uh, we lost the games. Um, also because we all believe that... Um, the way we're losing it was way too early and that we could uh, do it better even uh, in the situation we are right now with injuries and everything. Uh, we analyzed the games and, and we saw that uh, that we could basically fix the situations we were in uh, at that moment and where we conceded goals so we could, could uh, even play better. So that's the most frustrating thing uh, about the situation we are we are in right now because uh, we all believe that we could do better than what we did right now. Hey, Javier, do you want to go next, please? Uh, hi, Jorginho. Um, in footballistical terms, I mean, obviously you prepared very well the, the match against Leipzig, um, the first match. Um, two questions. One, um, what surprised you most? What was different from what you thought you would uh, find um, on the pitch uh, from, from your opponent? Uh, what was what, what most impressed you? And um, uh, in, after the match, the Leipzig thought that it was pretty much because of individual errors uh, that they lost 2-0 against you. Do you agree with that? Well, yes, of course it were uh, the errors they made, but uh, I also believe that we forced them to make the, the errors uh, with the way we were pressing uh, their last, last uh, line, the way we scored a goal. So I, I also think that, that we have a big part in the way uh, we, we won the game. Uh, against them and um, what impressed me the most of them is uh, we, we analyzed them before and uh, basically they played uh, the same as we thought they're gonna uh, play um, try to play football in moments that they can play football and be really direct uh, when they have the chance and um, yeah that's what they do in, in the game and um, I have to say, in the game was was uh, way more difficult than um, you know when you train it, because um, you know you train with totally different players. Uh, in the in the game, you see the quality of the players, and they have a lot of players with a lot of quality. And I think it's a good mixture of players they have in the team. Okay, guys, we've got time for two more questions. We'll finish with Dom and then Chris. Dom, if you want to go, please. Jimmy, uh, it was two parts to it really. One was. Um, just going on on what uh, Vinny asked you, how difficult would it be to walk away in, in the summer if it came to that, to, to leave the club? Uh, well, really difficult because um, if that happened, you, you will leave a, a team who you really love, with a team you share a lot of years uh, together and uh, where you feel really comfortable. In. But um, there will be difficult but on the other side you don't know um the situation uh why you have to leave so yeah um, it, it always depends on on, on the situation I, I think but that i will be devastated that i don't gonna play with this team anymore that that will be for sure uh, and I, I was just gonna say um, the managers are obviously being um 
getting a lot, lot of scrutiny and he's been facing up after every, every defeat that you, you've had recently. What sort of sense of responsibility do the, do the players feel for, for the run? How, how bad do you feel amongst yourselves for what's going on at the moment? Yeah, really bad. Um, because um, what I just explained, I think um, the way we, we uh, deal with situations during the game um, was way too bad that we, we could do even better. When, he, when we analyze the games, um, we, it makes, it, makes me or make us basically more, more angry because uh, we can do so much better than what we're doing right now. And um, of course, uh, we were in difficult situations with injuries and those things, but um, the situations we faced in the game where we conceded goals um, had nothing to do with, with injuries. So... Uh, that's what basically uh, we are the most um, disappointed in because uh, we couldn't deal better with situations um, in games. Okay, Chris, final question. Gee, obviously, when you, when you're very successful, you win the Champions League, the league, and then the form drops. People, your your the hunger of the players is maybe questioned. Do you think there's pressure on this group in the Champions League to show that, that there's still a hunger there to to win more? Yeah, I think there's always uh, a pressure if you play for a club like Liverpool and um, you have the results we have right now. Um, there there will be a pressure to, to bounce back and to show that you can do better. But at the other side, I think... Um, yeah, we, we just have to give everything. We should not force it uh, to show that that we want to do better because we still have to do it as a team. It's a team sport and you have to do all the same thing. So I think it's more, um, it will help more if, if you analyze the games and train with each other and have a plan and stick to that and just try to do everything to make the plan work. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.